Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with the jazz duo of Jessica Jones and Tony Jones. They open up about their new 2024 CD, Hearing Into the Future, where they display their creative, intimate musical bond. With over 40 years of playing together as spouses and creators, they have created a very intimate musical bond. We cover this and so much more. Enjoy. It's great to meet you. And what I'd like to do to start off here is, before we get into the album, how did you get through the pandemic? It was quite hard on artists. How did you get through the last three and a half years and how did it change you? For me, I had uh, retired from my uh, my day job, um, I guess a few years prior. So the pandemic didn't affect me as much as it had others. Uh, you know, it didn't, it didn't, um, it didn't have the hit on, on our, our finances as, uh, as it did other folks. Well, in, in my situation, I was still teaching, but I left my teaching job to be spending, we had gotten a grant and to be spending more time, you know, writing and, and getting out there. So I left my job in February of 2020 and we went to California to start our tour in the beginning of March of 2020. And, um, you know, there you go. Yep, and there you go. That's it. So we hit that wall, but I think then being you know being in the house with a musician is not the same as not circulating you right know? so i think i think that really we, we played a lot together and still we're working on our music for me personally i think that i was having a hard time touching the saxophone because of just that sort of like what is going to happen with the world sort of feeling and there was a level of hope that I had to have to go to the saxophone. That's what I, it sort of felt like. So I was gravitating towards the piano and just digging deep and uh, kind of like, and transcribing a Sonny Clark solo, like every day, like <sighs> that was yeah. my, that was my way of, of kind of dealing with it musically. Um, yeah. yeah. And I'm still, I still, I think there's a lot of good things that came out of it in a way of, for me of like, uh, being able to, you know, being able to hunker down and have, so, there's sort of a letting go that had to happen. And I'm more of a type A person and that was good for me. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a, a forced uh, time of, 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 of uh, kind of deep practice. Yeah. So talk to me about the album. How did the album come about? Wow. Uh, there was a, there was a specific, specificity to why we recorded so i'll talk about that you can talk about tunes or whatever and okay, our sure, playing but sure. um tony got an invitation we both worked for a camp uh, a family music camp in california and they were doing an online concert series so tony got an invitation to uh, you know do it present a concert online during the pandemic uh you know towards towards the last part or whatever i mean we're still in it i don't know anyway yeah in 2021 i think um Anyway, what, and go ahead. So we started playing together to work on some things. And yeah, I mean, you know, we've always played together over the years. Um, although we have not focused a whole lot on uh, just the two of us. Right. Uh, we've had different bands together over the years. We've played in different bands together over the years. Um, and we have done, I don't know, a handful of 
of duet concerts over the years, just Jesse and I, uh, both with her on piano and with her just on the saxophone. That's we've, done, we've done both kinds. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, it was it was it was a natural progression for for us to uh to get together i mean putting tunes together was a little bit of a a, a challenge um we both write um we wanted to avoid doing too many uh, uh standards you know for obvious reasons uh but, but oh. to Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, that being said, I think this is the closest to a standards feeling album we've ever done. <laughs> Which is odd. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, there's only one standard on it. So yeah. It is yeah. So how did you meet? How did this all happen? How did this start and become what we're looking at today? Uh, we we uh, were both brought up in the uh, Berkeley, California uh, public public schools and there's a strong jazz program and Tony was in it from when he was young and I got in it in about eighth grade which is very late for that school system and um, we met in high school in the saxophone section I think we sat next to each other probably we did. yeah in the high school yeah. saxophone section yeah so what were influences what were some seminal influences that made you who you are as musicians You know, Coltrane, Sonny Rollins, um, Mingus, uh, Ornette Coleman, uh, Hank Mobley. Jesse's written down here, Hank Mobley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's for him. <laughs> yeah. Ornette's for me, too. Yeah. Ornette. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. I mean, it, Tony had a lot of straight ahead in his house. I did. And, and you know, more progressive as jazz, and I didn't really come to jazz until... Like I said, eighth or ninth grade, so I was yeah. like twelve. Um, but Monk Mingus, I think we have a lot of um, meeting ground. Yeah, yeah, meeting ground like Monk Mingus Miles, um, Ornette. Yeah. What's the best part of the creation process? What do you enjoy to collaboratively come together on projects? How does that work? What do you look forward to the most? Um, the the uh, improvising together just or dissecting a tune um just playing together i think it, it kind of like the first time yeah, like yeah like we have an idea like is this going to work and and we play it and just to see what happens the first time like what what direction it takes is yeah and the uh, most something fun. always usually comes of it yeah yeah so why do you love jazz Ooh. uh you got to talk about your family. Well, yeah, it's like um, it's kind of the only thing I knew, you know, um, in my in my house anyway. I mean, <clears throat> not that I wasn't exposed to other things, uh, but uh, that it was the primary uh, the primary music, at least in in, in my house growing up, uh, and you know, I heard it every day. Um, it wasn't a big TV household, so, um, yeah, it was, uh, hugely important. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think 
the the way that we were brought in to play as kids was different. You know, I became an educator later, and so I think a lot of people don't have the kind of respect for kids where they bring kids in as improvisers, like understand this music as a creator. And I think that we had that role like a really young age as what 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 is my relationship to this music where is my voice in this music was like a question from when we very first started playing it wasn't you need to master these you know before you're allowed to be yourself kind of a thing so i think yeah. the we have a real personal relationship because of phil hardyman and the berkeley jazz system you know system tony you know has his own you know, he for him it's like breathing from growing up, but this aspect of like bringing that into your music, seeing where you can go with it, th using it as a mode of expression or a place where your intellectual curiosity can go, I think is super intriguing. And it kind of demands that of people. And I've enjoyed working with kids and other people where they discover that they, what you is really being asked of you is for you to be yourself. And that's very organic yeah yeah but kind of difficult <laughs> yeah i get it so what are you ultimately hoping the listener gets from this album oh man um some relief <laughs> yeah. uh yeah hope hopefully it'll bring them some you know some joy yeah so at the end of the day, as the creators of this album and as, you know, distinct musicians, everyone has this perception of you, but you ultimately run the show. Family, friends, fans, what's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Wow, that's a huge, a jazz musician. Yeah. You took a quick one. Yeah. Uh, that's, Thank you. beyond that, I, you know, I'm a jazz musician with hobbies. You know, uh, I, I spent 20 years as a, as a woodworker, um, as a profession, but I never thought of myself as anything other than uh, a jazz musician, even when I was, you know, in that world. I, I'm grateful that part of one of your hobbies was supporting the family. Well, you know, <laughs> a, a huge family man. Yeah. 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 Um, who do you see yourself as? What do you see? What do you see yourself as? Well, everybody has this perception. There's all these perceptions. Ultimately, your perception is what drives the boat. So it's more about what's your perception of you. I'm. I feel like I'm. I'm most comfortable thinking of myself as just you know one of the citizens on the planet trying to make something that makes meaning for me before in those whatever amounts of year I have in this organic sack you know, that, that people connect. Absolutely. So if anyone wants to pick up this album, any live shows, anything coming up in 2024? Um, yeah, we are working on something in California and probably something it in, uh, we haven't got final date that, but I can send it to you um, in New York in February. Okay. Um, okay. So where's yeah. the best place for people to pick up the album? I'm going to say Bandcamp. Okay. Posted soon, but we also have a, our own website where it, it's available um, from there and it's available now there. At Bandcamp, it's going to be wait for the actual re release date. Um, and our website is uh, slash Reva Records because that's okay. the nonprofit that we run. And the record company is a uh, leg of this nonprofit that has a lot of musical missions. Okay, excellent. 
Well, hey, thank you so much for opening up. Thanks for giving me a little bit of insight into the album and your world of music. I appreciate it. Have a great 2024. Thank you. You too. Thanks for tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in New York, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to both Jessica and Tony for their time, energy, and story. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.